Welcome to this week's Open View podcast, where you can hear this week's news on the wheat, malting barley, oilseed rape and pulses markets, and also find out their latest prices. Starting with wheat, this week's headlines, Russia annexes four regions of Ukraine, there's more talks on the grain corridor, and UK wheat export is competitive. Prices rallied as Russia announced referendums in four regions of Ukraine, which, to nobody's surprise, were voted through with 90% plus in favour. At the same time, Putin put the use of nuclear weapons back on the table as he now sees any incursions into the newly annexed regions as an attack on Russian territory. Ukraine have liberated some of the occupied territories as they launch their counter-offensive, which will test Putin's resolve and potentially provoke retaliatory strikes. There are now serious doubts that the grain corridor will extend beyond the initial 120-day period, which expires on the 22nd of November. This will make ship owners wary of entering the corridor for fear of getting trapped for an indefinite period or caught in an escalation of hostilities, putting both vessels and crew at risk. If the corridor is closed, this will stem the flow of grain from Ukrainian ports and potentially impact the pace of Russian exports too. Fresh talks are scheduled next week between the UN and Russia to discuss the export corridor, although it is difficult to see what Russia gains from extending the agreement. There are also concerns being raised regarding Turkey's role, as they appear to be the recipient of a large volume of grain via the corridor, whilst it is also reported that there is a fresh evidence of stolen Ukrainian grain leaving via the Bosphorus, which is controlled by Turkey. US and EU maize yields have been lowered, knocking a combined 25 million metric tonnes off global production. Consequently, EU maize imports are running at double last year's pace, mainly from Ukraine and Brazil, which will be needed following the failure of the EU maize crop, which is 20 million metric tonnes lower than last season. EU wheat exports have slowed from the early season pace, which was unsustainable. This is due to the flow from Ukraine via the Grain Corridor and an increase in Russian shipments as their price dropped sharply to encourage demand. There are still question marks over their 100 million metric tonnes crop size and their ability to export the 42 million metric tonnes the USDA has in their balance sheet. UK wheat remains competitively priced for export to the EU, particularly to Spain, Portugal, Ireland and Holland. Inquiries for Handy and Panamax-sized vessels to non-EU destinations have also been noted. The UK balance sheet largely hinges on how much the two ethanol plants consume, with reports of reduced capacities and potential closures in the new year doing the rounds due to the cost of running the plants. Domestic demand is concentrated in the nearby positions, with consumers reluctant to take forward cover. Producers have sold a good percentage to facilitate movement and cash flow needs and are relaxed sellers unless prices move higher. Lots of macroeconomic news, with central banks raising interest rates to put a break on spending to curb inflation, which is providing headwinds to a range of commodity, equity and energy markets. Demand destruction is again being speculated upon, despite a lack of supporting data in many cases, although there is evidence of a major bird flu outbreak across Europe. The grain market is now driven by algorithms and money flows which are triggered by media headlines, resulting in a volatile trading environment, attracting speculative money into the grain space, often for short-term gains. 
The lack of liquidity in grain markets has allowed the big money to manipulate derivative market movements and trends, sometimes contrary to the fundamentals, forcing many commercial traders who are faced with huge margin calls to the sidelines. On to malting barley. The headlines this week, there's a lift in malting barley exports. Maltsters continue to buy cheaper Danish barley and infestation is still causing germination concerns. For a few days last week, Week Sterling gave an artificial potential lift in value for malting barley exports. The pound exchange rate to the euro weakened from 87 pence to 90 pence. Unfortunately, there were no export buyers in euros to be found. That was not surprising as the currency could not change the fundamental supply position of the UK, having an exportable surplus of 700,000 metric tonnes of good malting barley. And of course, the few European maltsters who still wanted to buy were still able to buy the Danish barley, which was already cheaper, and buying in euros instead of sterling meant that it was cheaper still. Anyway, sterling has reverted to circa 87 pence, but that currency change alone has knocked £10 per tonne off the theoretical export price. However, we have bought a lot of malting barley in the last week. Our members have listened to our long-term message of cashing in malting barley whilst there is still a good premium to be had especially taking the carry which was on offer to price up malting barley on long-term storage deals in our many stores for April, May and June next year. We have at least one malting barley boat to load per week for the next two months, many going to Spain and Portugal, and now the Rhine water levels have improved, Germany and Belgium as well. I must repeat that despite this being a vintage malting barley crop as far as quality is concerned, the biggest problem is infestation. Despite the early morning and late night weather being much cooler, the temperatures in both the barley and grain stores remain too high. When it's cold, leave the doors to the grain store open and use fans to recirculate the air in the store and the barley. You need to establish the temperatures at the bottom of big barley heaps, not at the top. It requires creativeness, but it can be done. Also, bug traps are cheap and effective, so long as you inspect them regularly. It's a shame that really the only quality issue that can spoil your barley this year is still being allowed to do so. Through this basic loss of condition, we have old contracts with premiums of now £100 per tonne over current prices, which are being sacrificed as infestation usually leads to the loss of germination. So please be vigilant. On to oilseed rape. This week's headlines, Matif rapeseed bounced, the European rapeseed forecast increased and crude oil hits three-week highs. Matif rapeseed has seen a significant bounce, closing higher for six days in a row. Prices have held well despite the stronger sterling, with general veg oil strength and good demand helping to drive the market. Wednesday saw an end to the six-day rally, closing €14.75 down on profit-taking and little support from outside markets. In an oil seeds report, Strategy Grains has raised this year's European rapeseed forecast from 19.15 million to 19.46 million. The consultancy cited better-than-expected harvests, with production revised higher in Germany, France and Poland. They explained how this would add to the already large world supplies and would eventually weigh on prices. The Argentinian soy dollar ended on Monday. The policy gave soybean farmers a preferential exchange rate for transactions of the grain. The temporary exchange rate helped to boost exports, with reports that Argentine farmers sold 13.9 million metric tonnes of soybeans since the launch at the start of September. 
up until 31st of August before the exchange rate announcement producers had sold 52.3% of the 44 million tonnes of soybeans harvested during the 2021-22 season. This has now increased to 69%, slightly surpassing the 67% sold during the same period in the 2021 season. The pace of soybean sales is expected to slow down in October after the special exchange rate policy ended. Palm oil has risen following the strength in broader markets and rose on Thursday to the highest close in nearly two weeks, supported by concerns over wet weather and a rally crude oil price. Stronger crude oil futures have made palm a more attractive option as a biodiesel feedstock. Crude oil prices stabilised near the three-week high on Thursday after OPEC Plus agreed to further tighten global crude supply. A deal was made to slash production by about 2 million barrels a day, which is the largest reduction since 2020. And finally, the Grain and Pulses price indicator, starting with feed wheat, £270 and £277 for November. Feed barley for October, £245, £251 for November. And oilseed rate for October, £521 to £526. November, £527 to £532. Thanks for listening. To find out more or to get our OpenView email, please speak to your regular OpenField contact or email us at communications at openfield.co.uk.